Welcome to Creepy Kentucky. I'm Quinn. And I'm Laura. And is there uh, anything we want to talk about before we jump into uh, tonight's topic? I don't know. From this uh, week where we thawed out, finally. Yeah, the unthawing. Yeah, finally. Jeez. Yeah. It was... we, we watched the Netflix yeah. show, but we'll talk about that if there's... Time afterwards. Time yeah. at the end, yeah. yeah. We did some TV watching last weekend. We did. Yeah. Anything uh, else? I can't think of anything like major. I can't. Either. That happened. I think we're. I think we had finally a calm. Week. I mean, I didn't like. I don't know. As Dominic introduced me as someone who might kill someone one day, and I oh. was proud of that. Yeah. I was like, thanks, Dom. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't mean that sarcastically. Thanks, Dom. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, every day she doesn't kill anyone is a good day. And we were like, well. And I was like, yeah, that's the is it though? <laughs> every day that certain people live may not be a good day though. That's true. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. One of those people. Speaking of people who shouldn't live. <laughs> is Roderick Justin Farrell. Who the hell is that? Well, you're going to okay. find out. <laughs> Who yeah. the hell is Roderick Justin Farrell? So, he was he born. sounds like uh, that would be a good name for a country singer. It would. It's Roderick Justin Farrell. Next on American Idol. <laughs> Sadly, he chose a slightly different oh, path career in path. life. Oh. Well, not even a Yeah, path in life is. I mean, it was more of an avocation instead of a vocation. Yeah. But, you know. Okay. Okay. So, he was born March 28th, 1980. Okay. In Murray, Kentucky. So recent. Yes. Whoa. This is pretty recent. Okay. So Murray is seven miles north of the Tennessee border, mm-hmm. 19 miles north of Bentham, mm-hmm. and 24 miles northwest of Maysfield. Yeah. That's and it's, the... it's all in, it's like in far western Kentucky. It's mm-hmm. like real close to the Mississippi River. Yeah. It hosts 75 religious assemblies for oh, the surrounding areas. Great. Most of which are Baptist. Oh, of course. Yeah. So his mom was Sandra. Sandra Farrell. Sandra Farrell. Well, Sandra Gibson. Oh. Farrell was his dad's last name. Oh, okay. Um, they dated for about a year and a half before she ended up getting pregnant. Okay. They got married, and he joined the army and left. Mm. Almost right after. Oh no. Roderick was born. Well, I'm sorry. And he never saw him until after these events unfolded. Oh, so... Where he would refer to him as the child. Oh, well... Well, if if this was my kid, I'd probably do the same. (laughs) I'm like, let's reserve judgment on the dad. Just kind of... (laughs) Let's reserve judgment on the dad until we hear all the facts. Yes, yes. So, Rod and Sandra spent his childhood moving between public housing and her parents house okay um she was she was a stripper okay and occasionally a sex worker well all right um you do what you have to sometimes right rod accused his grandfather of sexually abusing him when he was five there are federal court documents to support this okay but he was never officially charged with anything fantastic yeah yeah good job murray people so, when Roderick was in the ninth grade, oh god, he was expelled. Because <laughs> of course, because he was using marijuana and LSD. Oh, at oh. the ripe age of fourteen. I mean, okay, I mean, so that's the kind of guy. Like I'm not like, good old Roderick. Is. Like he didn't punch someone. Like that's what I. I mean, I get that it was like the early '90s if he was born in '80. 80. Yeah. So I get it. Like, yeah. I just mean, LSD's a little... LSD's pushing it. Yeah. It's getting to the the edge of that envelope. Right. But, you know, he didn't, he didn't, like, punch somebody or bully somebody until they killed themselves or something like that. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Yeah. That we know of. Right. When he was in the 10th grade, he moved to Murray. Okay. Back to Murray. Okay. And I think... In one spot I read, it said that he lived in Eustis, Florida. 
with his grandparents okay. in the 90s. That's when mm-hmm. they bought a house in Florida and he met a girl named Heather, who's going to come up later. Oh, God. But I only read that in one place. Okay. So I wasn't sure if I should have yeah. added it or not. Yeah. It's really kind of like, like I hate to like sound like a smart Alec or whatever, but when you're looking at all of these sources and one says one thing and one says another and something else says another one thing, it's really hard to know what to go by. And that's why, like, that's why when we talk, sometimes we aren't like super sure of stuff because different sources do say different things. And sometimes it's really. Exactly. And you kind of have to. Yeah. Sometimes it's Suss out really, what's yeah. fact, what's fiction, yeah. what's in between. Right. Okay. So he befriended a guy named Jaden Murphy when he was in the 10th grade. Oh, God. Well, I mean, Jaden, that tells you everything you need to know right there. Well, Jaden was the head of a group who listened to goth music. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my Black. God. <gasps> and drank each other's blood. Oh no. Okay. Yes. I mean, nowadays that'd just be like an average Saturday for a lot of kids. <laughs> I mean, maybe not drinking each other's blood. Well, but you never know. Um side note in the documentary I watched on YouTube, uh, Jaden said Rod would always wear a trench coat and Jane would always wear a cloak to school. <sighs> To mess with people. Yeah. I bet that got to be uh, even more messy after Columbine. Yeah. Well, they didn't really make it that long. You'll see. Okay. <laughs> when? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, hold yeah. on. When he was 15, he started going by the name Visago. Okay. Which is I am Visago. Which is most likely after a demon named Visago. Okay. Who was in an occult book called The Lesser Key of Solomon. And he was the third command of Satan's army. I mean, first of all, okay. The first thing I thought of was Vigo from yes, Ghostbusters 2. Obviously. The second thing that I thought of was Inigo Montoya. Oh, yes. I am Visago. Visago would be Inigo's brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quite clearly. Yeah. Uh, he also said that he was a 500-year-old vampire. You're not, but okay. You're not Roderick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Roderick... You are Roderick, 15. <laughs> yeah. I think Roderick's the name of a historic... Let's see. I don't know. I'll do some research and put it in the podcast notes. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just forget this whole thing because that's what I tend to do anyway. I'm okay. old. Did I mention I'm old? <laughs> Her mom is 55. <laughs> My mom is 55. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, <laughs> you little girl. Oh. Um, you can tell how much that scarred us. Because <laughs> three weeks later, we're still talking about like this girl that came over and sat with us in the bar. We're just trying to eat our burgers. Sure, yeah, we just want to eat our burgers. I'm just trying to drink my bubbles. And eat burgers. I gotta babysit a popular kid. One of one of the cool kids. Oh my god, one of the cool kids sat with us. Okay, I'll shut up now. Well, no, I mean everybody knows that's not gonna happen. In January okay. of nineteen ninety six, okay, Jane took Rod to Old Salem Cemetery to a special tree where sires would take those they wanted to turn. <laughs> He gave Rod a knife so that he could cut himself for Jane to drink his blood. Oh, God. Then Jane cut himself for Rod to drink his blood. Oh, God. Which officially made Roderick a vampire. Did it, though. And an official member of Jane's family. <laughs> I mean, this is the worst uh, what we do in the Shadows cosplay ever. Oh, it is. Yeah. It gets worse. Oh, God. It gets even worse. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. When you started mentioning vampires, I knew what this was about. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, I hate these kids. Oh, yeah. They're, they're... I hate these kids. <laughs> the sad part is I was probably friends with kids like this. Yeah, but they weren't. In high school, but they weren't this hardcore. Yeah, exactly. No one's this hardcore except idiots. Crazy people living in a church town. I know. That's part of your problem right there. Exactly. 
Anyway. So being a part of the family yeah. meant that you would have to put the needs of the family above your own. Well, yeah. Uh, Jaden also said that vampire law states that life is sacred yeah. and you shouldn't murder people, which should just be normal law. You should, is yeah, I think law. that's a law pretty much everywhere. Yeah, don't like, murder people. Yeah, even Aleister Crowley was like, do what thou wilt, <laughs> except, except in certain cases. Right. <laughs> so because of that, they would only drink each other's blood. Oh, nice. But they would keep it in the family. Yeah. How did they feel about pizza? (laughs) As long as it didn't have garlic on it, it was okay. (laughs) I was thinking about the Baron in what we do in the shadows. Just (laughs) flying all over over from his vomit. And he lands and he's like, totally worth it. If you haven't watched what we do in the shadows yet, you You need need to. to. It is amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Well, this is just a little bit of bad. Oh, it's a little bit of bad before more bad, yes. I'm assuming. Yes. For before the really bad. Yes. This will make oh. you really hate Roderick. Oh, no. So oh, one no. night. Wait, wait, wait. Did he do something to animals? Yes. Can we just skip this part? Please. Please, Quinn. Okay. I mean, I t- okay, hold on. I'll tell you what. You say it. I'll put it, remind me to put a trigger warning in there. Yeah. Well, let's hold on. All right. Starting at, oh, hold on. Starting at, where? Uh, 11, at 12. At 12. Okay. Okay. And then I'll just hold my ears and you can point at me when you're done. Okay. okay so, all right. 58, 59, go. So they went out for a walk one night and... He picked up a kitten and started petting it, and the kitten scratched him, so he got mad and killed it. Oh, okay. Which. I'm, all right. I totally missed that. I'm great. Like, I didn't hear any of that. I was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even go into the detail oh, of, thank it, God. of what happened. Yeah, thank uh, God. They did go into detail in the documentary I watched. Oh, no. Oh, Ugh. no. Oh. Um. So, 12-12 to about 12-15. Just yeah. ignore that part. So, <laughs> and because he did this, Jaden kind of started to take a step away. Uh, yeah. St- kind of started to diss himself with him. Uh, yeah. On May 30th, 1996. Good for you, Jaden. I didn't, I didn't think he had that in him. Not gonna lie. Jaden's crazy. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jaden's crazy, but, like, at least he stepped away, started stepping away. Started to. Started to. <laughs> Did he make it? Let's find out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Sandra came home on May 30th, oh, no. 1996, oh, no. and found that Rod had carved an upside-down cross into his chest with a razor. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. You're going to want to plug your ears again. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, da, da. Hold on, let me see. Let me get uh, 1325. To... Hold on. Let's make it 1330. I had to get my glasses. I don't know why. <laughs> on October 14th, 1996, the local animal shelter, upon opening, found the fence had been cut and dogs were out running loose. They called the police, and when they arrived, they found that puppies had been killed. Okay. They obviously suspected rod in the vampire family for doing this oh yeah and the rumor around town was that it was part of a blood ritual oh my god where they poured the blood all over each other oh god rod eventually showed up at the police station and was upset that he was being blamed for it because he said he didn't do it well he's a liar so here's a little bit more about Jaden. okay and okay Jaden is the father of everyone in their vampire family. But his real-life brother is also a part of the family. Okay. So, he's his vampire father, but his real-life brother. Human brother. Yes. Their mom thinks it's all bullshit. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, mom's right. Yeah. Yeah. Jaden also considers self-mutilation the same as smoking a cigarette. Since they both relieve stress, but are, aren't are exactly good for you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, 
I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At 16. Literally left me speechless. I told you. I didn't even know what to say to that. I was like, holy shit, what a <laughs> moron. It's so much worse. You should see these kids. It's, I will put pictures of them. It's so much worse. I will put pictures than of them. a cigarette. <laughs> uh, let me, I'll say this now. Jaden didn't really have anything to do with what happened. Oh, okay. So, but he's he's a character. <laughs> He sounds like it. He's a character. (laughs) So, when Rod was 16, he left high school. He didn't have a job or any plans for the future. No. Why would you? So, he spends his days role-playing. Vampire. Oh, good. Whatever. he did. With his family. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? Right. That's what I do. I just call up uh, Laszlo and (laughs) What's-Her-Face and Nadja and... Nandor and head on over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in his last months with Jaden's family, mm-hmm. he was kind of testing his strength against Jaden. And one night... I'm like, there's no strength because none of this is really fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, so one night... One night, Rod and his mom were hanging out at home. Oh, no. And... Jaden showed up with this guy called Bones. He didn't say anything else about Bones or why he was hanging out with him or anything. Yeah. Just that he was with a guy named Bones. Of course. (laughs) Because, of course. But showed up at Rod's house. Uh, Rod said something about killing Jaden. So Jaden kind of laughed for a second and then turned all of a sudden and... Slammed Jade, slammed Rod okay. against the wall and held him by his throat. Yeah, which apparently freaked Bones out because he went from oh. laughing to slamming a guy into the wall in yeah. like 0.2 seconds. I'm sure it also freaked uh, Roderick's mom out. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jaden said that his mom was crazy too, oh. and couldn't control him. Well, you know, but. Nobody could really control Roderick at that time mm. because of all the drugs he was doing. Oh, good. Drugs like marijuana. I was getting ready to ask, yeah. Acid. Yeah. PCP. Yeah. Crank. Yeah. And heroin. Yeah. At 16. Okay. Yeah. After yeah. the fight with Jaden. Okay. Roderick was banished from the family, so he had to make some new friends. Oh, God. Oh, no. So <laughs> This isn't going to go into well. <laughs> yeah, these really aren't. Oh, no. So, there was 15-year-old Michael Schaefer. Oh, no. Who, <laughs> this was hilarious. In the documentary, you know how they put their name and then they have the their credit, like what they are. Yeah. Michael's credit was ex-vampire. <laughs> <laughs> It cracked me up so hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> there was 16-year-old Charity Kesey, who was Roderick's girlfriend yeah. at the time. Wow. I'm pretty sure she was probably the one that Rod's mom came in and found them lying on the floor drinking each other's blood. Oh, good. Yeah. 19-year-old Dana Cooper. Okay. And 16-year-old Scott Anderson. Okay. Those were the original members of Rod's vampire clan. Okay. And that's what he, they called themselves, were okay. the vampire clan. Well, yeah. He would cut his arm and have the new members drink his blood in order to become an official member. Mm-hmm. Okay. It would grow to have about 25 to 30 people. Wow. But the five listed were the ones who were part of what went down. Oh, Except for dear. Michael. Yeah. He couldn't go because his mom had put him in a home for, uh... Vampire children? Behavioral. <laughs> for kids with behavioral okay. issues. So <laughs> he was like, he was sent away. To a home. Go. To a home for the vampire children. <laughs> My mom won't let me go. My mom won't let me go. She put me in a home for vampire kids. <laughs> it's not just a phase, mom. <laughs> this is real. This is real. I'm really a vampire. And I will be forever. I'm gonna outlive you. I'd so drink your blood right now. Yeah. But I'm not allowed to. But I'm not allowed. Mm. So they would all go hang out at the spot called Vampire Hotel. Oh god. Which is in Land Between the Lakes. 
okay. it's an abandoned stone and concrete structure that they use for their rituals. All right. It has a long history of paranormal reports, so it might be something we should yeah. look into. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, this is the first I'm hearing of it, so right? this is really interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, Heather Wendorf, I don't know how the two met, if it was when he was living in Florida, if he lived in Florida, or if she was living in Murray and okay. moved to Florida yeah. or whatever, but so her and Rod became friends. Okay. And I think they dated for a minute, but they were exes. She told Rod about how she was being abused by her father. Oh. And uh-oh. soon after, uh-oh, they moved to Florida. So she was in Eustis, Florida. Okay. And Rod just couldn't get it. So this is the same place that his grandparents moved to? Probably, maybe. Okay. Because remember, I only read that in one okay. article. Okay. That he lived there and met her there. Okay. But I don't know if she was living in Murray and moved mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, the Orlando Sentinel would describe her as being a, quote, troubled Eustace High sophomore who rebelled <laughs> against her parents over cleaning her room and other trivial manners. Oh, okay. Well. So that was Heather. Okay. Um, so he made a lot of phone calls to her. Yeah. Murray to okay. Florida, which ended up costing her parents hundreds of dollars for long distance oh i'm sure because those were yeah a thing yeah back then back then yeah all of what oh yeah you freaked 40 out. years ago yeah. you know if a if a long distance call took like more than say five minutes you freaked out right yeah so they eventually cut them off from using the phone and talking yeah. to each other which heather's sister said made her very angry mm-hmm. and there's reports that she was Asking Rod to kill her parents. Oh over the no! Phone. So, oh no! On November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety six, Rod dropped a shit ton of acid and made the twelve hour drive to Florida. Of course he did. Yeah. So that night when they got there, their car broke down. Okay. So Heather gave her gave. Rod the house keys mm-hmm. so we could get in and steal the keys to her family's car right so they could keep on going to new orleans because that was right. the plan that we were going to drive down to florida yeah save heather okay and go to new orleans okay um in return for this yeah rod was going to make her into a vampire <laughs> yeah sure so when they got to the wendorf home rod and scott first walked around the house and and looked into the windows to see mm-hmm. where everyone right. was in the house. Right. Uh, Ruth, her mother, yeah. was in the shower. Yeah. And Richard, her father, was asleep on the couch. Okay. They went in through the garage. Okay. Rod brought a crowbar inside with him. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> he was attacked by Richard. Yeah. You know. In case uh, you need a crowbar. You never know you, when you're you going to need a crowbar. You never know when you're going to need a crowbar. You don't. Um, so they went in. Um, they said that right after the garage was the living room okay. where Richard was. Uh-huh. Rod kind of paused and looked at him for a couple of minutes and then decided to hit him in the head with a crowbar. Okay. In interviews, he talks really calmly about it. Oh, yeah, because he's a psychopath. He Oh, obviously. <laughs> yeah. He's saying, quote... That's what psychopaths do. Quote, oh, I God. stood over him, oh. and I struck him over the head repeatedly with the crowbar oh, until his man. life was taken. What an asshole. Richard was hit 22 times. Jesus! What a fucking piece of shit. When Ruth heard the commotion of her husband being beaten Killed. to death, yeah. she came out and tried to... So she was in the kitchen. I guess she had right. gotten out of the shower and was in the shower, kitchen. Yeah. She so she came out of the kitchen and tried to stop Roderick yeah. by throwing her coffee in his face. Okay. He hit her in the face so hard with the crowbar that it severed her brainstem <gasps> oh, and killed her instantly. God. I think he probably hit her a couple more times oh, with I'm the crowbar sure he though. Because he's garbage. Yeah. After they were dead. 
Rod and Scott burned their bodies and danced around them. Oh, good. They then stole jewelry, credit cards, and the keys to the family's Ford Explorer. Yeah. So they drove off, and they were mm-hmm. switching the and they switched the plates mm-hmm. from the old car to the new car, okay. which we learned about in the Transylvania book heist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was so much happier, though. So much happier. <laughs> uh, their bodies were discovered by Heather's 17-year-old sister, Jennifer, oh, no. when she came home from work. Oh. God. Next, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. Jennifer. Can you even imagine? No, Just coming I can't. home and finding your parents yeah. dead on the you floor. You think it's just another day. And beaten to death on the floor. Your whole life is over. Yeah. You have to, like, that part of your life is done. Like, and you have to build a whole new life out of what's left. And mm-hmm. you're like, ooh. The next day, a warrant was issued for their arrest. Yeah. Because it was pretty, it's pretty obvious. It's who did it. Yeah. Um, they evaded police until they were, the next day when they were caught. It said four days, but then it's the same one said it was on the 27th. Mm-hmm. So that's the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I was really confused. Um, they were caught because the police traced a phone call that Char- Cha- Charity made to her grandparents asking for money. Okay. Her grandmother told police where they were. Yeah. <laughs> and got the group to go to stay at a Howard Johnson's hotel in Baton Rouge. <laughs> I hate to say this, but that'd be the kind of grandmother I'd be. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Especially if, like... Especially with murders concerned, you're like, I, I would almost be like, uh, just hold on for just a second, just, and then click nine one one. Uh, I've got uh, my murdering granddaughter on the phone. <laughs> Can you come get her? So, she got them to go to stay at the Hubbard Johnson's hotel in Baton okay. Rouge. When they got there, the police were waiting for them. Oh, good. And arrested them. Good job. Good job, Granny Nark. Yeah. There's your TV show. <laughs> Nar- Granny Narks. Granny Narks. Granny Narks. <laughs> yes! There's your TV show. So they were held for a week in Baton Rouge and then extradited to Lake County Jail in Florida. One would hope, yeah. And were later moved to a juvenile facility in Ocala. Okay. On February 12th, 1998, okay. Rod pled guilty to the murders. He said all the others, except for Scott, were innocent. Okay. His lawyers tried to claim that he was diagnosed with schizotypal personality disorder and Asperger syndrome, so he was technically insane. How? No. <laughs> no. No. Rod was still found guilty and was sentenced mm, to death. he was. Well, yeah. I don't think Florida looks kindly on murders. No. Uh, Charity Kesey was convicted of two counts of third-degree murder. Oh, wow. Robbery with a deadly weapon. Wow. And armed burglary. Okay. She was sentenced to ten and a half years in okay. state prison. Okay. Dana Cooper was convicted of the same charges. Okay. But sentenced to seventeen and a half years. Okay. Probably because she was more adult than anyone else in the group. She was yeah. 19. Uh, Scott was convicted of the same charges as Rod. Mm-hmm. So, murder. And he was sentenced to life in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, for two years, Rod held the record of being the youngest person on death row. Okay. But this changed in November of 2000 when Florida Supreme Court reduced his sentence to life in prison without parole. Yeah. Since Florida yeah. doesn't have parole. Oh, okay. So you, you can't buy your way out of prison. Okay. Well, alright. Charity was released in March of 2006. Mm. And Dana was released in October of 2011. Okay. So this is really... Yeah. Ten years ago. This so. still feels pretty recent to me. Yeah. Even though I was still in school in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In January 2013, yeah. Rod and Scott tried to get a new sentence, but the appeal was dismissed. Yeah, I would hope. Scott's sentence was reduced in January of 2013 to 40 years in prison. <laughs> he is eligible for release in 2031. Okay. Ruth's family attended his resentencing hearing. Yeah. And they didn't oppose to him being released early. 
Because they, they knew who really did who it. Really did it. Yeah. Uh, so Ra's resentencing hearing was originally set for July of 2019. Okay. But it was pushed back to November. Okay. And then once more to April of 2020. Okay. So very recently. Yeah. And that's when his sentence was upheld. So he's oh, good. still in prison. Yeah. No parole. No parole. When he was originally sentenced back in 1998, the judge said, quote, mm-hmm. I think you are a disturbed young man. I think your family failed you. I think society failed you. End quote. Mm. Not really. No. I'm not so sure. So, like, meh. Like, uh, did society? Cause not really. Every, but like... Not that many other people turn into vampires. So, no, or think they're vampires. Or think they're vampires. If that was like an ongoing thing, then I would think society failed him and right. a lot of other people. But in this case, I'm going to give society a pass. Yeah. And just claim that it was all on him and maybe yeah. his mom and grandparents. Yeah. Depending on the truth of all that abuse. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Even abused people... Don't, don't think they're vampires. Don't think they're vampires. And kill people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm still going back on him. Yeah. In 1997... Oh. Oh, sorry, we're going back in time again. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, Roderick's mother... Yeah. ...was tried for sending letters to a 14-year-old. Oh, God. With excerpts such as, quote... Oh, dear. I longed to be near you for your embrace. Yes. <laughs> to become a vampire. A part of the family, immortal, and truly yours forever. I only hope that one day you will once again return to Murray. Oh, God. You will then come for me and cross me over, and I will be your bride forever, and you my sire. Oh, Jesus. That's vomitous. Yeah. I read in one place that that, she actually was sending those letters to Jaden's younger brother. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well. now back to Jaden. Okay. Because <laughs> I couldn't get enough of this kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he says that there is proof that vampire myths have been around forever. I mean, yeah, but that, yeah. <laughs> he also says that his blood tastes metallic. Everyone like, does. Like, put a spoon in your mouth. Yeah. But someone once told him that his blood tasted like dirt. Well, that seems harsh. He was kind of offended by it. Uh, Yeah, I would be too. To be honest with you, so would I. (laughs) But I mean, still not true. Yeah. None of this is real, Jaden. Yeah, you're not a vampire. You're not a vampire, Jaden. He is still, well, I don't know if it's still or just still from the documentary I watched, which was uploaded three years ago. Okay. That's still pretty recent. It was, but yeah. it seemed older than that. Hmm. So it might have been... Just uploaded three and then made... Yeah, I, don't, I have no clue when this was actually made. Mm-hmm. But it's... He said that he was still bringing people into the family, but being careful to make sure that none of them, quote, screw it up like Rod did, because <laughs> I can't handle another one of those. End quote. Wow, Jaden. <laughs> Laying yeah. it out there. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, he was labeled by the people of Murray as being partly responsible for the murders. Uh, I mean, Only... I feel like Rod is the one who's responsible yeah. for the murder. They've all mostly moved to the outskirts of town. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They have difficulty finding work. Uh, yeah. And they get weird looks from people. But to be honest, I'd probably look at them weird too. Mm-hmm. They look weird. Well, They're a bunch of weird looking yeah. people. Vampires. Sorry. Sorry, guys. You're vampires. <laughs> yeah, you're vampires. <laughs> I so, mean, I would sooner believe that, like, uh, not to go back to what we do in the shadows, but I would sooner believe that Colin Robinson is a real vampire in real life. Then believe that. <laughs> working hard or hardly working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was... Oh, man. 
when he started to grow the hair. Oh. And then he got into the epic fight at the end of the episode where they're both levitating and like sending out energy vampire jabs at each other. Oh my god. Yeah. Seriously, everyone watch, show. watch what it's, we do in the shadows. Yeah, it's the best. It is amazing. It's got two awesome English actors in it. Yes. Two awesome English comedians. Matt Berry, who's the greatest, maybe the greatest of all time comedian. Yeah. Because he's been in a lot of awesome English things like Snuffbox and the IT Crowd and um, Post of London and uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, the greatest show, probably one of the greatest shows of all time. Oh, I know him from Legion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. His name was Oliver. Okay. And he was a telepath. Oh, okay. He was stuck in an ice cube and oh. listened to jazz music. Okay. It was awesome. Okay. It was weird. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. He's got several albums out. He's a musician as well. And now he's on the Advil commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Payne says you can't. Advil says, says you, you can. can. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, where uh, are we at here? Man. Okay. Welcome to Tangentville. <laughs> Population us. <laughs> so, Jaden's younger brother, whose name is Gabriel. Okay. Moved to Chicago. Was that the uh, one that intended she was victim of uh, what's his face's mom? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Jaden and his mom said that she's basically just expecting a phone call that he's dead Aww. at any day because she doesn't think he can survive in, in the big city in Chicago. Oh well, I mean, he's gonna meet some city vampires there who are not gonna pull up, put up with his bullshit. No. Is what I'm thinking. No. That's why these kids were still in Murray. Well, Jaden, yeah. his wife, and another member of the okay. family. Let's back this shit up here. His wife? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, good. He's married to one of his little vampire children. Oh, okay. Of course he is. It's, uh, they're probably all polyamorous. And, oh, I'm sure they are. Okay. You know, weird. You know. It is, what it, is. it is what it is. You know. So, they all moved to L.A. Of course they did. Because he knew some people in the golf community out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll fit in there. Oh, yeah. They won't have a hard time finding work in L.A. Oh, Which, yeah. to their credit, is kind of true. Yeah. But easier for a golf vampire to. Yeah. Find work in a bigger city than yeah. in Murray. Okay. I don't think they'd even be able to find work in Lexington to be. To be fair. <laughs> well, the Mandy would hire them. Oh, yeah, she would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And then wonder why they didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're on their breaks drinking each other's yeah, blood. They'd what out, the they yeah. <laughs> They'd be out front drinking each other's blood. And we'd all be out looking out the windows going like, what? What? Oh, it's my lunch break. Pulls out a flask of blood and just. <laughs> We'd be like, uh, get rid of them now. <laughs> Which, okay, I know Joss Whedon is problematic. But <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of a scene in Buffy. Yeah. Where they have Spike captive. Yeah. And he's drinking animal blood that they warm up in the microwave. Oh, that's nice. Out of a world's greatest librarian mug. <laughs> and he Aww. goes, where are all the... He likes putting oatmeal in with it to add a little texture. Who doesn't? <laughs> oatmeal adds a lot of texture. And then there was one part where he was chained up in the bathtub. And they're feeding it to him and he's drinking out of a straw. Nice. This season... Oh, four. That was season four? Yes. Yeah. Season four has some funny-ass episodes. Anyway. Finishing this up. Here I was worrying about having enough time. I knew we could talk about vampires. Oh for yeah! All we have to do ages. is get, all we have to do is get started talking about what we do in the shadows, and we're like, we're off to the races, right? Yeah. So Sandra ended up moving to Florida to be closer to Roderick. Okay. Um, at the time of the documentary was okay. made, 
uh, she was visiting visiting him weekly and writing mm-hmm. him daily. Oh, good. Not like she was writing Gabriel, I hope. No, I hope not. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, she said that in his cell, he had a black and white TV, oh. a radio, okay. and some drawing paper that he had just recently got. Well, nice. She said that, that there was no AC, so oh. in order to stay cool, he had to wet sheets and get himself wet and lay on the concrete floor to keep cool. Oh, my heart breaks. Oh, this this probably really make break your heart for him. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. His mom says that quote, he basically sits in a six by eight cell for all but two days a week, oh. just sitting there eight feet away from the electric chair at the moment. Well, first of all, we've already discussed that his sentence was commuted, lady. Yeah. So, well, like, don't throw that out. It there. might that might have been before. Oh, okay. It was commuted. Because that wasn't until Aww, recently. I'm was so last sorry. Year. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for you. So, I'm so sorry, Roderick. Oh, Roderick. Uh, Visago. <laughs> Visago. Oh. <laughs> so that I was... am the, I'm Visago, king of Carpathia, ruler of Moldavia. Command, command me, my lord! <laughs> <laughs> oh, command me! Command me, my lord! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh great! Now we're talking about Ghostbusters too. Oh yeah, we'll never. Which stop. is not as good. Not as good, but still pretty. Still good. pretty good. Yes. Like that's the problem with Ghostbusters too. If there hadn't been a Ghostbusters one that was virtually perfect, yes, like no one would have complaints about Ghostbusters too. It would no. just be Ghostbusters, and it would be like a funny little movie, kind of like along the lines of like Stripes or something. Yeah, and everybody would enjoy it. Caddyshack, like whatever. Yeah, and everybody would enjoy it and be like, oh, remember that awesome movie? Ghostbusters. That, you know. Bill Murray was in and, and had Harold like Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd and Sigourney Weaver, blah, 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 blah. And the guy from Alley McBeal was in it and blah, blah, blah. And, um, <laughs> and then. Oh, who what? I can't think of his name. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Rick the Moranis great, is in it. The great Rick Moranis, legendary oh God, actor. I love him. And then, like, without that, everyone would be fine. But because Ghostbusters was so good. Lightning in a bottle. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Yeah. But I still, mean, you, I'm sure I've said this on here before, yeah. but you cannot beat the Statue of Liberty walking through New York City to your love keeps lifting me. Yeah. That was awesome. Just amazing. Yeah. I loved that when I was a kid. Yeah. I still love it today. Yeah. And the river of pink ooze that fed off people's emotions. Yeah. The toaster was jumping. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he was yelling at it. Yeah. <laughs> you filthy piece of slime. <laughs> it starts moving. Oh, anyway. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that was the yeah. vampire clan of yeah. Murray, Kentucky. Oh, man. That was awesome. That was really good. Thank I you. enjoyed that. Thank you. That, I, really, I really enjoyed that a lot because... Man, as soon as you started talking about vampires, I was like, oh, God, I think I know where this is going. <laughs> and, yeah. Was it oh. a surprise? It was. I didn't think that at all. Yes. Yeah. Well, I am going to tell you, though, that my next one I'm going to do, I am going to do Mary Mars Callan. Yes! Because I found, like, a 100-page article about it. Oh, shit! Awesome! Yeah. Yes! Did you know that there was a lot of, like pushback from the paper at the time what yeah no yeah i mean i'll detail that more more but the book that i the book that i got it from she mentions the pushback from like the paper in that case and in the betty gail brown case oh how much like the editor at the time was like very into like protecting his upper class friends and he would write like editorials about how uh, like oh they're making these poor Transylvania students go through like interviews with these cops and the cops are harassing them and they really shouldn't be doing that like tra- these are Transylvania students and Ooh. blah 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 and then like the 
Transylvania president was in on it too. He was like oh. pushing the police to like lay off the students and what? shit. What? Yeah. That was like a good holy one. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like looking I'm looking forward to finding out more about yeah. uh, Mary Callan's Yeah. unfortunate death. When we were at Barnes and Noble today, yeah. I found a hard copy of who who killed, killed Betty O'Brien. Yeah. They had a bunch of books. Yeah. It's 30 bucks. It's too much. It's 32 or something. I paid 20 for it. And as an e-book. As an e-book, yeah. Yeah. And that was too much. But, yeah. you know, still. Worth it. It, it was worth it. it Entirely was a, worth it. It's a good read. Yeah. Yeah. But you probably don't have to read it because I... No, I don't have to read it, it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have to read it now. That's why, it's the, that's why I haven't bought it because I don't have to read it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we have anything else? Um. Do we want to talk about the uh, what was the show called that we watched on Netflix? Oh, the disappearance at of, the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. About Elisa Lamb. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff in that that. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. I went into it just hardcore, dead set when she was murdered. Yeah. That, that there was something fishy going on. Yeah. Now. There still might have been something fishy going on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't know it was that close to Skid Row. Mm-hmm. That there was all those homeless people yeah. going in and out. Yeah. All those druggies going in and out. Yeah. I didn't know about all that. Mm-hmm. I also didn't know how severe her... Issues were. Her issues were. Yeah. Because everything I had heard was just, oh, she was bipolar. So yeah. she was crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just those, the thing that always gets me about that is those hand things she does, the, the, this stuff, like you, I know this doesn't travel well with a podcast, but but yeah, her, like her her hand hand motions are weird, like, and it's not even, like, it's not even her pressing the buttons, it's not even that, and it's not even her looking out and stuff, it's that hand thing that makes me wonder. Yeah. Because that's like, you know, there's some drugs that like, they'll make you like move your jaws and stuff and they'll mm-hmm. make you oh, like, like cocaine. Like acid. Yeah. Acid they'll make you thing. do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. But her talk screen came back. No, yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It's just so weird. It's yeah. so sad. Yeah. Her poor family. I know. Yeah. And all the, and like, everybody. Like, that poor guy that found her. Oh, my Lord. God. Can you even imagine? Yeah. Oh, God. Like. Ugh. Yeah. Go up and check the water tanks on the roof and see what's wrong. Okay. okay. Doodly do. I'm going upstairs. Oh, my God. Oh, there's a naked dead girl there's in the tank. There's a naked dead girl in the tank. I bet that's that girl they've been looking for. I think they've been looking for you, Missy. Yeah. The weird thing, too, was that weird thing they brought up about the TB outbreak mm-hmm. and how the test they do is an Elisa Lamb. the Lamb the Lam Elisa test. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And then when you did the book search yeah. at the last bookstore yeah. and it came up at the cemetery she was buried in. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But I guess they're all just coincidence. I don't know. Synchronicity? Synchronicity. Yeah. I think more of it like that. It's almost like she was fated to die there. Yeah. Because, like, it's just a lot of things came together Mm -hmm. and she died. Yeah. Like, and I feel like if you had taken, like, any one circumstance out of her thingy, she would have made it. Right. But there was just some way that everything locked together, you know? Yeah. To, to quote Doctor Who, it was a fixed point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny whinies. Wibbly wobbly. Yeah. Tiny whiny thing. Yeah. But it was a good... Like, I really enjoyed I it. I did too. I was kind of not... Thrilled that that woman called her mom before she called the cops. Yeah. yeah. I mean, call the cops first and then call your mom. She was... She was a little... I didn't like her. 
I don't think anyone liked her. Yeah, no. The consensus, the consensus, speak out my words yeah. clearly here, uh, was that she was weird. Uh, uh, there was a problem. It might be something up with her because she didn't. She didn't seem right. No. Yeah. No. But I will say I did watch the Cecil Hotel Ghost Adventures. Oh. Yeah. And they did talk a little bit more about some of the other deaths that have gone on. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was interesting. Yeah. You know. They but got some good evidence. I enjoyed it. You like, guys know how big a fan of uh, You know how much adventures. she loves Zach. <laughs> he's so, my favorite. He's her favorite. And you thought it was Jason and Grant, but no. It's Zach. Zach. Zacharu. Zacharino. Zacharias. Zachariah. Zachariah. I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was just like, it was like a really long one of their regular episodes. So. Yeah. Like, they got a couple of psychics in, and I'm always like kind of iffy about psychics. Yeah, me too. Um, then they talked to some people who knew the history of the hotel. Okay. And that was, that I felt was like legit. Yeah. And, you know. They talked. They talked a lot about Richard Ramirez. Oh, I'm sure. So they talked. I'm all, they sure. talked almost as they all. They talked more about him than they did about anybody else, really. So well, obviously, he was a serial killer. Yeah. Who else would they talk about? Well, well, their whole point was that he some ritual that he must have done brought something into the hotel that didn't belong there. But there Which was I stuff mean, going on before him, though, wasn't there? I mean, there were always, like, suicides and stuff. Yeah, it's... So, shit, maybe he... But, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of the hotel from 1408. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Which is another great movie. Mm-hmm. Donkey, is that great? Yeah. And, uh, Samuel Jackson's in it, too. Oh, Sadly, without any, any, uh... Any snakes. Or motherfuckers. Yeah. He doesn't say, he doesn't say it once. God damn it. I know. The fuck? <laughs> I know. I feel like if you're gonna have Samuel L. Jackson in a movie, then he you... needs to say motherfucker yeah, at, least at least once. once. Yeah. At least. Yeah, my foot itches. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I'm standing here like, I'm sitting here like scratching it so hard. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, man, we talked an we talked an hour. Yes, we've made it. We've almost made an hour. I was worried that um, we wouldn't be able to, but oh we did God, it. Oh God, no, we did it. You shouldn't like. You should never doubt our ability to like go to Tangentville. Go to Tangentville and stay there for a while. <laughs> We're camping out in Tangentville tonight. Yeah, at the Vampire Hotel. At the Vampire <laughs> Tangentville. Hotel. At Land Between the Lakes. I'm gonna have to ask Ron if he knows about that because he'd stayed there a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, well, if you have any ideas for future episodes mm-hmm. or any information you want to send our way. Yeah. Uh, or just say hello. Yeah. Say hello to us, Say please. hello to <laughs> us. We're lonely. We are very lonely. We have an email. It's creepykentucky at gmail.com. We have a Twitter and an Instagram. They're both at creepykentucky. And until next time, Kentucky... What What the the hell? hell?